Welcome to Stuck In My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I have a very special guest. He's a corporate day worker who shows people on the side how to build six-figure businesses. Welcome to the show, Chris Williams. What's going on, Chris? Man, wise, I'm good. I mean, how about yourself? I am doing well, man. I cannot complain. Besides the snow, everything else is good. <laughs> good, good. All right, so... Tell us a little something about yourself. Yeah, so uh live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Man, I got two boys in high school, which is weird to say out loud. Um, one of them's about to graduate in May. Uh, my lovely wife, Dr. Tamara Williams, and I uh live here. We've been here since 2004. Um, you know, part of what I do is I'm a corporate professional turned into side business coach. Built my first side business to over $100,000 a year. And then uh, from there, just started teaching other people how to successfully build a side business while also at the same time maintaining a corporate job and uh, showing them that the side business will actually help them so much show up better at their day job and uh, strengthen their career. So the rest of it we'll get into during the interview. All right. All right. So you just recently had a... um an event. Uh, how did that go? It was a, what was you, what is it? A five day challenge? Yeah, we're actually in the middle of it. So as of this recording, oh. uh, we have a five day challenge. Um, this five day challenge I built, uh, just cause I realized there was a need. Um, there's a lot of different things that I do from a coaching standpoint, uh, and then my own podcast and different things. It was like, man, where's the middle ground where I can really help somebody give them something they can do now, especially as uh, busy corporate professionals. But at the same time, they can make sure they take that next step. So I took all the last seven and a half years of information, knowledge, and we put it together five days, one hour. That's it. So people can give up one hour for each day. And we're literally taking them through the progression of everything from uh, mindset to some hacks about their job that they probably didn't know existed um, to really maximizing their own time. Uh, we're doing a lot of cool things. And it's just an opportunity for me to be able to serve uh, corporate professionals in a, in a different way. So I love doing it. And it's uh, it's going amazing so far. It's day, this is my point, day three. So that's good. That's, is, is this the first time you, you run this program or is it, have you already run it numerous yeah, times? Yeah, this year I wanted to do something different. So this one is the first one. We're actually uh, going to be doing them every month. And in fact, uh, as of this recording, we'll be doing one at the end of this month, and then they will run every single month now. So um, I'm I'm like super excited. So anybody can hop in, be able to purchase their ticket, and they'll be up for the next date. And man, they for a rude awakening and a, and a great surprise because it's it's intense work for an hour, but it really gives people what they need in order to be able to move forward. So, but okay, so you being a corporate guy and all that, what made you st- see that? Listen, this is something that 
other professionals need to hear. This is something that I know. I know works. Is approved. I've used the system on myself. I know it works. What made you realize that? Um, I think it was a combination of things. My wife is one of the dopest people I've ever met. And I'm not just saying that because I'm married to her. Everybody who meets her is like, she's really that good person? Yeah, she's she's incredible. She's been an entrepreneur for the last 13 years. And the one thing, um, growing up, I, I'm, the, I'm the youngest of six boys, no girls. So as the youngest, I've always been an observant person. And so observing the way she operated, it was just like little intangibles that I noticed. And Having a corporate job, you know, it was like at the time, it's like, you know, you know that some people are like what I like to call successfully discontent, meaning they're at a point in their career, but they're like, eh, I don't know if I want to go any further or I don't know what's next. Right. And they have this gnawing thing in the back of their mind, like there's something else. Right. And really what that is, is they're unfulfilled. And so, you know, you have all these conversations and all these water cooler talks when water coolers were a thing. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but we would have all these conversations. And I just, you know, I can remember like just the conversations I would have with people that I remember uh, just one day going, man, you know, it'd be nice to, to do something else because I had that same gnawing thought. And uh, my wife and I just kind of looked around and she said, hey, maybe, you know, you should look at, you know, something in the e-commerce space. And so kind of took a look at it. It it was a personal journey of mine uh, because it made sense based on the way my life was and kind of some of the things I had, some health challenges. And it was like, oh, this could help somebody. Well, in turn, I ended up meeting like because as a corporate executive, you know, there was a lot of I'd meet a lot of corporate executives and I do a lot of coaching and training already at that level. And I would meet people with the most amazing side businesses, but they would never talk about it up front. Right. Like it's not like something people talk about as soon as they get off. But it was like after you get to know somebody, you know, well enough, you're like, well, what do you do outside of work? And they're like, oh, yeah, well, my wife runs this for us and we have, you know, these kids. And I'm like, wait a second. You just said you own a restaurant. <laughs> like, like, you know, you're the restaurant owner and you also work your, your day job. And you'd be surprised to how many people have a side business. And what I teach people is there's a difference between having a hustle and having a business. And so we teach people that difference. And when I started noticing that, I was like, hmm, maybe I could do it, too. So when I did it and, and, and started really building my side business, I realized there's a whole community of people like who they're doing it. It's just that it's not always talked about. But there's a there's 10 times more people who wish that they could start something, but they just don't know how to they don't know how to take their current talent and actually put it into something that they could show in the marketplace and get paid for it. And so that's, that's kind of how it was born. Yeah. See, so just like you, my wife, my, she's the, um, she's the brains of the operation. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I'm answering, she had her and her brother have a mechanic shop. And I'm, I was right now, I was remotely from my studio answering the phones for them. And, um, so I just forgot to cut off, but she's, she's amazing. My wife, she's, she does taxes. She helps people with the, um, help immigrants get their paperwork properly and all that. She does a lot of amazing nice. things. And, um, and she's also pushes me 
she made me like when she found out that I was passionate about doing the podcast. She's like, okay, let's what, what can what can we do this? What do, how can we make this into a business? Because obviously yeah. you love doing this. So what can we do to help you make this into a business because you love doing it? Yeah. And and she helped me start the production company. I now just uh, side uh, got a job, a side gig doing editing podcasts for people. So it's it's to help, and it's it's amazing when you have a spouse like that, when you have someone to of support course, you 100%. and help you build and grow, and sees sees that you're passionate about something, and pushes you to to really go and 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 step out of your out of your comfort zone and do something you probably wouldn't have done without that support. Hundred percent. So yeah, so we're lucky to have some great, some amazing spouses. <laughs> That's right. Shout out to Women on Women's Month. Yes, it is. Uh, women are incredible. Um, the thing that I have found with my wife was that because I was I, I got the privilege to like watch what she was doing as an entrepreneur, it helped. There's things that entrepreneurs do that are intangibles for them that they don't realize if you could if you could put together what they know and how they operate and why they'll end up being successful. And quantify that. That's what my challenge created, right? That's how I'm able to help people understand. Like, there's things about an entrepreneur, every one of them, that are that are commonalities, that are things that you have to have. And a lot of times, um, people, and you see it all over the media, right? Like, I don't, I don't care what platform you look at on your social media, everything else. People push this um, this wonderful narrative of the results of being an entrepreneur, and it's overblown, right? Like. It's there's this there's this overblown narrative of, oh, there's this life and you get to have this. No, there's actually not that. And what I like to do is give people the reality, because while first of all, I am not a proponent of people who just, um, you know, jump off the porch with both feet, leaving the corporate job and just thinking that their their business is going to work and they're a full time entrepreneur. You will hurt yourself and your family. So let's let's get that out there, first of all. The majority of people do not have that kind of stomach, right? And they don't even have a product that could that they could do anything like that with. So I, I always tell people, I'm not here as a proponent to say, quit your day job. I'm not that guy. Go to somebody else, but that's not me as a coach. What I realize is the majority of most people, they need to just know how to take the next step. They need to understand um, time management. They need to under they need someone just to guide them through. The, the, the mental game of actually owning a business. And so that way they, they enroll their family along in the process, right? If it's just them, but also they learn to gain the confidence, right? And so that's what my coaching is about. It's, it's never, I'm, I'm never that guy that's like, oh, you should quit your job. And that's now, is there a point when you should? Absolutely. But you'll know when that is. That's not my job for me to say. I can tell you some indicators of when it's time, but only you will know when to do that. And, and, and what I realized that was missing for most successfully discontent professionals was just a guide to be able to help them go through those pieces because there's so many nuances to, to running a business that you won't understand it until you get out there. Somebody, you can watch as many videos and, and, and have a thumb flicking day on social media as you want until you do it. It, it really won't make any sense. Oh no, you have to man like I still have my day job. I, I go to work from four AM to twelve PM and yep. then I come home, do what I have to do, and then 
I do my podcast work, my editing work, whatever it is, and that's my routine. But I know how to balance it. I didn't just go quit my job because I decided I was going to start doing my podcast and start doing a production company, and we launched the internet radio station. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna quit my day. I still do my day job. That's right. And, and I yeah. still do the side hustle. And like you said, you'll know eventually. All right, now it's time for me to just stop doing that and focus on this because mm-hmm. this is growing and this is going to. I already see that. Yes, it's progressing to where I want it, where I'm able to really focus my energy on on on, on right. growing the business. But yeah, you're absolutely right. No one should just go get into something and just quit their job. Because you don't know if that's entrepreneurship is a hit and miss. You can fail yeah, at it, it and and but but what a successful entrepreneur does is he learns from that failure and and keeps applying it and growing and learning, and eventually they'll hit they'll, if if they're consistent with it, they'll they'll get to where they have to be. But yeah. like you said, some people don't have that stomach. Some people do not have the drive and the motivation to go learn and grow and do the things that they need to do. Spend the hour, two hours of reading, whatever on the side, yeah. and growing. Because this is something I, I felt that I, I needed. I needed to invest in myself, so I invested in courses. I invested in books to read. But this is me wanting to grow as an entrepreneur and and as a person. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You know, that's one of the intangibles that people don't realize. There, there's two things that I, I would tell your audience just to consider, right? The first thing is when you work your day job, you, there's a portion of you that is shut off. And let me, let me give you some context of what I mean. If all you're doing is working your day job, you go to work and you come home and you enjoy life outside of your, your job, right? The portion of you that is cut off is that sense of urgency. You know why? Because you know you're going to get paid every two weeks or every week or once a month, right? Like you, like you know that. So you're working your job and you know, no matter whether what happens outside in the market, no matter what's going on, you know, your job is going to pay you. So you don't, you don't, you don't even have that sense of, of issues. The, the second thing that happens, unfortunately, is because you don't have a sense of urgency, you also think you have time. You walk around and we assume I'll never, I won't get laid off. I won't get fired. I won't get downsized. And not that you don't know that that happens because I was laid off twice in my career. Big layoffs. I'm talking about from good money to work in retail the next day. Like nothing wrong with retail, but my point is I fell off. But no one thinks about what should I be doing while things are good, right? What should I be setting up for myself in case, right, something goes on? How do I package my value based on where I am today? So that if something happens, and I'm not saying you always have to think like that, but do you know, here's a secret. Most executives, when they come into a role, they already have a coach and they're already planning what this role is going to do to prepare them for the next thing. Most people under executive level never had that in their, in their, in their roadmap. Their roadmap is just get to the next role, right? The next rung on the ladder. Most executives have already worked out a package. If something goes goes south, they've already got like other companies that they're eyeing. 
They're they're looking at their career. Most people look at their employment as just one run, one long uh, run on sentence. It never stops like there's no thought process to it. So what I what I like to do is highlight for people, because that's the way we tend to operate. That's the reason why when something goes wrong in the company, we immediately lose it because we put all of our lock, stock and barrel in that one thing. And you forget, hey, it's a business. It's going to ebb and flow. And you might be the thing that flows out (laughs) because they hate you, not because they're they're against you. It's business. Yeah. Right. And so if you don't understand your value and one way I tell people to calculate your value, if you want to know what your value is in the marketplace, do this. Take your salary, take your hourly and look at the whatever you get paid for the year and multiply it by three. That's what you're worth based on the skill set and whatever it is that you do for your day job. So then you got to ask yourself a question. If you don't like that number, what did Wise just say? He reads, he took courses, he started to understand his market. He understood exactly what it was going to take, where the investments were, right? So you have to raise your value, right? I, um, on any given day, I'm probably reading anywhere between 12 to 15 different types of books, because I learned how to read differently. I'm 39 years old and, and a grown man taught me, a wise grown man taught me a way to read. He taught me that you don't read a book for completion because you won't remember half of whatever the heck you read. Yep. You read a book as a reference tool. It's for you to reference. So that's so why, yeah. Those books. That's why it's a good idea if you own the book to have a highlighter and highlight things that are key to you. Because not everything in a book is going to resonate with you. There's certain key things that you're going to read and you're going to be like, wow, that hit me. And let me highlight that. Let me highlight. And that's what you do. You don't really go sit down and read. read Maybe the first time you might read through it. Yes. But eventually that's when you start. Okay. This is some, this is a chapter I like. Let me hide this, highlight this title. I know this is the chapter I like. This is the chapter I need to go reference. To get me yep. back to where, because everybody wants to, everybody thinks everything. No, there's certain things in certain books that, in, in anything actually, yeah, there's certain things that's going to resonate with you. Well, you take that and you apply it, and the things that you feel that is garbage to you, you toss it aside. Why would you want to apply it if you feel you're not going to do it? If you're not, right. if it doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. And no, that's not what, that's not how a lot of people, like how you said, yeah, you don't read, you read, you read different books because you have reference points where you're like, okay, this is the book I need at this point. Or, right, you're stuck in a situation like, oh, I got the perfect book for it. Yep. And, and so, yeah, that people, that's how, I, I, I think people, I don't see people stay that way, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, but it, when you're working again, when you're building a real side of business that's generating money, you think differently. You just you start you start realizing that your time is like super valuable. By the way, you start recognizing how much time you've wasted. Like like I'll give you a perfect example. So th- th- one of the things I talk about with people all the time is that, you know, 
success is a thinking man and woman's game. You you cannot think you're going to change anything in your life if you're not willing to think through where you are right now, where you want to be, and the path that it's going to take for you to get there. It's impossible without thinking. You literally have to think. That's why success is a thinking man and women's game. So I'll give you an ex- the, the example is, let's say it's um, uh, football season, right? If it's football season and you're used to uh, tailgates, <laughs> you're, you're used to Saturday morning, Sunday af- afternoon, right? All Sunday afternoon. If you're a sport, if you're a sports fanatic, just think about this for a second. If you have a favorite college team, that means you're probably going to watch on an average on a Sunday about four hours on a Sunday or a Saturday. Excuse me. If you're a NFL pro NFL here in the United States of the pigskin, right? Not the round ball, but just with the with the football analogy here in America, if we're going to go five out, let's say it's five hours, right? Let's say on, on Sunday you watch a couple of games, right? Like you're in between a few games because there's three games on a Sunday, right? So you may watch, you know, let's say you just do five hours, right? Well, that's not bad. That's a, that's a weekend. Cool. Everybody does it, right? But here's what we don't think about. What is the long term of that? So four hours on Saturday, five hours on Sunday. That's nine hours. Now, let's say you do that for an entire month. That's 36 hours. Oh, I'm sorry. The season is seven months long. Wise, do you realize people will literally wake up at 8 a.m. in the morning to be at the stadium for a tailgate by 9.30 and spend all day at the tailgate and never go into the game. I still ain't understood that part. But they won't go into the game. They'll be there all day and then go home, right? So think about this for a second. Seven, seven times 36 is 252 hours. Wow. So when we say to ourselves, I don't have time to build a side business. Really? <laughs> because had you used that same 252 hours spread over seven months, took some of that time to go read, study, actually work on your business, the marketing and everything else and build up your product, you probably have plenty of time. Oh, you know what's crazy wise? I didn't even mention Monday Night Football. Or Thursday night football, <laughs> or, or going it, it, to a game. It's, fu- it's funny. It's funny because um, I'm a, I'm a big sports guy, but since I've been podcasting and doing what I'm doing and building what I'm trying to build, I don't I don't that side stuff is is, is I don't I really don't spend time. I, I really can't say if I when was the last time I really said that. Actually, no, that's a lie. I went and took my nephews. To their first football game, but that was just quality time with family, and of took course. them to, to took them to experience their first NFL game. And we didn't even stay that long because the Jets got their butts whipped and we left. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so, but you know what though, wise, I'm not saying we shouldn't enjoy our lives. You should. That's why you work so hard. Yes. But when that's a constant diet, and then we'll say things, we make excuses, right? Anytime we make an excuse. And here's the way I like to tell people as I coach them. An excuse is just a salve to your brain so you feel better about not moving. So we'll say, well, I don't have time, but I can probably go through your week 
and I can find how much you Netflix and chill. I can find how much time you're watching sports. I can find like it. And so we have to ask ourselves what's really going on when we make statements like that. Here's what's really going on. What's going on is the consumer entertainment driven side of us. When we say we want to build a side business is immediately at war with the side of us that wants to produce. That's the internal conflict. Yeah, it's, it's just the programming. It's something that you yep. just got to you got to change cuz prior to this I was a big gamer. I spent hours, hours upon hours gaming. PS5 that I got right here all day. <laughs> Bro. My wife goes to me, "I know you love doing this. You're serious about this because and this I have she's she we haven't been she hasn't I have like she was supposed to give me a PS5 for Christmas, I was like, don't even worry about it. There's no rush for it. I, not, I'm, my PS4 is collecting dust. So, <laughs> and I, I left and I abandoned, I just completely, she's like, you just can completely abandon. I don't even go sit down and start it up. I rather do spend my time learning and doing stuff that are related to my podcast, to me. There you go. Learning how to market brand, taking these branding courses. Like I said, taking courses, sitting down, being able to speak to people like yourself to, that that have that mindset that know that that know what takes what it takes to be successful. So that's why I do my podcast is to be able to give people that regular people that outlet who 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 been thinking who are thinking about starting a, a business. Listen, it's not easy, but listen, right. listen to these people, these experts. They know take some take the tips that just like with reading the book, take the tips that resonate with you. Yep. And feel that that you feel like mm, that that's my story right there. Maybe mm-hmm. if I apply that, so so again, that's why I do my podcast, and that's why I love doing it, and I'm gonna continue to do what I do. Just and just have a great time while I do it. That's right. Yeah, and 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 you learn like when you learn time management, building a side business, you show up so much better at work. You 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 will you will literally change the way you do things as a result because you like I remember my career took a, a, an incredible jump because there were intangibles that I was learning in my side business that I just started applying. It was like a default. It just started showing up at work. And it's because I started taking me more seriously. I started be, taking my time and the way I did things more valuable because I knew that the more efficient I got at work, <laughs> that meant I had time to actually do the things that I wanted to do because I started getting really diving into my business outside of my job. So it was like, I need to come to work and I need to do my job. I need to hit these deliverables so I can be effective and go do my thing. Right. And you don't realize how much more sharper you are in meetings. You don't realize you start asking better questions. You don't realize like, um, you demand certain things at work when, when you, before you have a side business, you probably, you know, just happy to have the job, right? When you build a side business, you start realizing, Oh, I'm actually worth something out here. Right. And you start showing up better. You don't just take stuff just cause that's what it is. At cause, the job, cause, right? cause you, cause you gotta feel, I feel you cause you, it's you having a different energy. You're like, okay, they might not know my worth. They might not pay me my worth. If especially if, if 
if you find something, your side business, especially you find something that you love to do, that, mm-hmm. that you're passionate about that, you don't consider it work. No. Because I'm sure you don't consider you, the teachings that you, you do work. You you find it, you find a fulfillment no, in that. I like to call my heart job. <laughs> it's my heart job. I, I love doing it. Now, does it take an incredible amount of effort and energy and things I need to put yes. into? Heck yeah, 100%. But when the light bulb goes off for somebody, when I see that somebody's, they, when I realize that somebody finally got it, that they have been undervaluing themselves, and now they realize, now they've come to the realization like, oh my goodness, okay, I, I see what I can do now, right? And I think sometimes that's what we forget. Like, we forget how valuable you are as a human showing up. I know it's a corporation. I know there's thousands of people there. They're not you, though. They're not you. And just that unique, the fact that you have your own fingerprint should make you, like, if you understood how uniquely designed you are, you, it should make you go, you know what? I refuse to play small another day in my life, right? You've been given a certain set of gifts and talents. And for, for us to walk around aimlessly, like, we don't, we don't have any value. I, I, that, that's where I like to help people when, when they come with coaching with me is understand the value you have is sometimes we're grossly underestimating how, how valuable how valuable we are. Of course, because they don't want you to know how valuable you are because they don't want to pay you. <laughs> they don't want to pay you your value. Because if they truly were to pay you what you were worth, oh man, they be they probably go all those all those big CEOs wouldn't be able to make that money that they made. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. I don't I don't blame uh, the corporations. Um, the, the culture has a portion to do with it, like workplace culture. And here's the cool part: workplace culture is not going through a transformation. I think in the next ten years, um, the way we look at jobs are going to be different. Technology's changing it. The pandemic pushed forward um, automation. Probably, I think the I think what the pandemic did was take automation, and instead of it being another thing that was probably maybe ten years from now, it made it right now. There were more robots built and automated tools built during the pandemic than ever. Why? Because there was this drove of people who are no longer either physically there to do certain roles and it pushed the companies to invest millions, if not billions of dollars in the automation to figure it out. As a result, it seemed cool at first, right? Because some people, you know, oh, I'm, I'm at home. Well, now you're going back to work, but you realize your entire company probably has changed. They figured out some things without you. Now that might scare some people, but what you got to realize is you just got to learn how to pivot. You got to understand like what you're valuable, you're valuable up here. Like, don't, don't ever forget that. Like there's not a, there's not a thing that was built that didn't take a brain to make it for real. Everything built, everything that we see people watching your show right now, those components took a human to design those things so that wise and I could talk anywhere in the world and do a show and people could catch it live. That took a brain, the same brain that you have. The difference is, is what are we putting it towards and understanding that that's why I say success is a thinking man and woman's game. If you still want to go far in your career right now and you love your, your company, cool, do it. 
but do it while you're with your on your feet thinking. Don't wait for somebody to tell you what to do, right? Or or oh, oh we think you you'll be good at this job. No. You think about why how you want to grow and why you want to grow there. Right now while some people are going left, you go right. And you figure out, well, you know what? There might have been that role that I was afraid to go after before. It's wide open now. There's so much opportunity in corporations. Go after it. Go apply for that job. What, what they're going to tell you? No, for what? Nobody's there, <laughs> right? They're, they're scrambling looking for talent. And if you show up as an eager beaver and somebody who's willing to learn, please, that's you could you could you could do quantum leaps in your in your uh, employment chapter of your career. You just got to think it through. Yeah, you're right. It, it is. It's right. So much opportunity right now. Because like you said, even now with with the way technology is, it's giving people, regular people like myself, a platform to an opportunity to do something. And, and they're going to be, the numbers that they're talking about that YouTube is going to give out to some of these these channels oh, yeah. and all that, it's ridiculous. That's what they, they're talking about hundred billion in ad revenue. Yeah, absolutely. And it will happen. So I, if, if nobody understands what Wise is talking about, YouTube this week, uh, last week dropped an article, which we kind of saw it coming. Um, the way these other, you know, uh, Spotify and everybody else, these other platforms are kind of playing around. And YouTube said, well, we're just going to make the biggest splash. Basically, we're going to start paying content creators like an actor. <laughs> we're going to start paying content creators like for real. And so they've made some big splashes and it favors though the creators who've, who've chosen to be, to continue to do it and were consistent when you, you know, you might want to give up, but you kept going, right? Like I, my podcast I've done for five and a half years, right? So, so when you start understanding that it's the industry now, is starting to have an influx of money. Those who are will, who have been there, who've got the content, who got the cachet, who understand their worth, will get the money. Period. Yeah. Yeah. That's and by the way, the, it will it will change. It will be the next evolution in entertainment. Yeah, trust me when I say that, because movie going is going to still be here. But that's going to evolve a little bit. YouTube is about to literally change. There was there was radio was 1.0. TV radio was kind of 2.0. Podcasting came in and really became 3.0. This is going to be like 3.5. When when they do this and the first creators start getting paid that way from a podcasting perspective and they start really um, taking on entire networks. That's why you're starting to see so many networks pop up, right? Yeah. Because he who has the networks will win, right? He, if he has a, a great, healthy set of network uh, of, of podcasters and creators who are creating content, oh man, it, it's it's going to be something special. And that first big name that YouTube uh, signs, and that first little name that becomes a big name that YouTube signs, oh man, it, they. They are going to make Apple uh, podcast and and Audible and everybody else kind of start to squirm because it's going to be it's going to be something interesting, and it's a good day to be a creator and yeah, it is. Podcast, like. it, it, oh no, it is, it is. Believe me, I 
I've been doing it for two years and, and that's the, that's the key is consistency is people think that you're going to drop two, three episodes and you're going to get all these downloads. Nah, you have to build it up. Like I could, I don't, I, I could remember how many people would be like, their first question is like, how many listeners, how many followers, yeah. how many downloads do you have? And I, and I'm like, nah, I'm just starting out. They're like, mm, yeah, you know, I'm not a right fit for you. Right. And then as I grew and, and I reached out to people and people said yes. And I grew the, the, the podcast, people started reaching out to me. Mm-hmm. So then that's when you realize like, okay, people now, when people were saying no, like, no, I don't want to be a yes. You know, you don't have the numbers. Now people are like, mm, I heard, I checked out your podcast. I like what yeah. I heard. Let Same me, let, yeah, let me, let me, let me be a guest. <laughs> let me, let yeah. me be a guest. And, and I'm like, oh, and I don't say no, cause especially if they fit what I'm trying to put out, exactly. the content I'm trying to put out there. Okay. Yeah. Fine. I'm down. Whatever. I, yeah. I can, I can, I can remember when people was telling me no. So for people to come and reach out to me, I'm like, let's do this. Let's record. That's right. Oh man, this has been great, Chris. I, I love talking to you. Now is the time where you plug away and let everybody know where they can find you, websites, everything. Oh man, cool. So uh, first of all, thank you, Wise, for having this incredible platform. Uh, it's super cool to be able to um, uh, talk with other people such as yourself and, and have these opportunities. Um, you can find the World According to Chris show on every single platform, including Audible um, and Amazon and along with YouTube as well. Just type in TWAC or The World According to Chris. You will be able to find me on all platforms. If you are interested and really want to learn, like how do you build your uh, side business successfully? If you want tips and tricks, tap into the podcast. The podcast is there, always dropping episodes uh, where I'm sharing along with interviews of people who have credible stories or they're building a successful podcast. I actually have a really dope episode coming up that I can't even mention right now just because of the, the name and some other things. But they built their business from a side business and now it's like over 10 million a year. It is incredible, insane. And I'm like, I cannot wait to drop this episode. <laughs> but um, I love talking to people about it, right? Because I just love giving people hope. And so if you're looking for something like that, you can find that uh, there. You can find me on Instagram, the Christopher Williams, T-H-E Christopher Williams. You'll be able to find me. You'll be able to shout me out there. Also, if you are interested in uh, getting coaching, joining our boot camp, or you want to participate in the Side Business Challenge, feel free to DM me. Um, we'll make sure that we get you all the relevant information. Other than that, my job is simple, to serve and help people take the next step in their journey so that they realize and understand your value is much more than you realize. And I just want to be able to help you put the components together so that the world can also see what value you truly bring to the marketplace. I believe every single person has it. Um, we, we are creators uh, by human nature. And that means that there's a tribe of people out there who want what you have. So I like helping people be able to get there and see um, that, man, you're worth it. The work is worth it and that you're worth it. And, and your family deserves that too. So, uh, man, wise, thank you so much for the time. Oh, thanks for being on the show, man. I appreciate you stopping by and sharing, sharing what you do, man, because it's amazing. But now it is time for shout outs, but don't leave just yet. We're going to chat a little bit after. All right. Big shout out to my real wise fam. 
Poppy J, Brandy J, love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. Love you, baby, and appreciate you. Big shout out to Chris Williams for stopping by and, and definitely showing some love and and showing some sharing some great knowledge. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. Instagram at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash Wise 76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. <laughs>